Al, do you remember what was it, like a few weeks ago when we got cooperative and talked about Resident Evil? Mm-hmm. What if we got even more cooperative and talked about more games that are cooperative-based? Yay! That we played in a cooperative sense. In a cooperative manner? We're co-op. Co-op. That's it. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's episode number 89. It's a podcast, obviously. But it's where we talk about things like video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And we're going to talk about some games we played cooperatively. That are kind of old from the last generation of consoles. Yeah, pretty old. <laughs> Sorry. So what better way to to spend your time than by playing some games that were re-released mm-hmm. and also were cheap. Mega cheap. That That's a big bonus. That's a big selling factor. That is a big selling factor. Uh, so yeah, we recently played through, at the same time we were playing through Resident Evil 6, we played through Dead Rising 2, mm-hmm. a game that came out like in like 2010 on the 316 PS3, and then just a little bit ago we played through Saints Row 4, another game that came out on the 360 and PS3, a little bit later in the life cycle, because I believe that was around the time when it was right before con- the new consoles were coming out. And it was that weird, awkward in-between stage where you could really tell games were pushing the limits of the current hardware, but if you went to, like, the PC ports of them, they looked night and day better on the PC yeah. side. And I believe uh, this was one of those. At least I think it it also was, like, a performance thing where the game ran better on PC than it did on 360 and PS3. But, uh, but yeah, we played some uh, cooperative games, and we're going to talk to you about them. We are. Because we like to talk about cooperative stuff. I mean, usually both of us are pretty single-player focused human beings. It's true. And um, and yes, I did say human beings. We are real um, human beings. We are real human beings. Uh, but both of us tend both of us tend to go really, really single-player, and so uh, us doing cooperative games was a fun and exciting experience. Because uh, for one, it's hilarious to play these kinds of games with you. Because we get into all kinds of crazy shenanigans. And usually either there's a soundtrack built in like Saints Row or I would provide my own soundtrack, such as with Dead Rising. Yeah. It's all fun all around. So it's it's just good times. And plus, like, give me a game where I can wear the most ridiculous outfits and I'm I'm set. I'm ready to go. Obviously, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Would, uh, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's go in the order that we played them. All right. Let's talk about some Dead Rising 2. The sequel There's to Dead Rising. Zombies. There's a bunch of zombies. Lots of zombies. A lot of zombies. Uh, of course, this is, like I said, the sequel to Dead Rising, the 360 launch game or around that time. Uh, notorious for having very little, very tiny text that you couldn't see on a standard definition screen. Oh, God, it was awful. But at the time, that game was, like, mind-blowing because, like, here's a game where there's a bunch of characters on screen 
and you have to wade through them and fight them and all that sort of stuff. And then Dead Rising 2, the sequel, makes it a little bit bigger in scope where it's not like you're in just a single mall. You're in this like little... Town, basically. Yeah, like a little town, kind of, something like that. There's multiple malls, casinos, all sorts of stuff to to find and explore. And also there's a butt-ton of zombies. So many zombies. And of course, the great thing about that game is that you can play the entirety of it within co-op. Yep. Which is what we did. Uh, the only downside to that is that basically your items would never save because you were mm-hmm. the co-op partner. And that was a little little bit of a bummer because every time we'd have to come in and we had to resuit you back up because nothing would carry over from from playing from from playthrough to playthrough. Yeah, the only thing that would carry over were levels and outfits. Yeah. Which, I mean, uh, that's at least something that's good, because it would have been a bummer if he came in every time and was like, oh, I'm level one again. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that would suck. But it also led to, like, some weird things. Like, I didn't get certain trophies because my um, playthroughs weren't consistent. Yeah. Like, there was one that was, like, kill ten of these kinds of people, and you got that one because your gameplay saved, but mine didn't. Mine counted as a new rollover each time, so right. I didn't get that one. So that's lame. It's a bummer. It is. But I mean, other than that, everything worked pretty fine, all things mm-hmm. considered. You know, like, you know, being able to drop in, drop out whenever, uh, just having another person around to help make the game a little bit easier. Like, we only had to re-roll one time, I think. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, God, we are woefully unprepared for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that we pretty much had like a good game plan and strategy of like okay we need you know a, a set of like the nail baseball bats for like just just carry around with us you know for whatever we need and because like you know they're so easy to make and everything and they're pretty powerful regardless and then yeah. after that we were just like we cruised through the rest of that game certain enemies need guns and then mm-hmm. always have snacks on us always get them snacks just down the coffee creamer. <laughs> the coffee creamer OP. Yep, and like, orange juice. Coffee creamer orange juice combo. Because <laughs> who doesn't want to just drink a bunch of orange juice and then down some coffee creamer right after that? I mean, I would drink the orange juice, but maybe not down coffee creamer right after. But, you know, he can do him. But yeah, we got, we got into a lot of fun shenanigans. Because <laughs> obviously one of the fun features of that game is that you know you're in this big shopping areas essentially and there's a butt ton of stores everywhere so like you have a lot of options in terms of customization for your character and you can just come up with some of just the most ridiculous outfits imaginable there were a few times that i felt bad because you were like going somewhere and i would just stop at a store and i'm like hmm, i'm gonna put this on <laughs> um we had some great ones, though. Like, there was a while that I was running around in, like, a hula skirt and a coconut bra. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time that I was running around in, like, the the Borat swimsuit with my yeah. entire <laughs> thing out. That was good. And high heels. I had high heels on in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you were in a dress at one point. It looked it looked swell. Um, what else did we have? I, I was wearing, like, a toddler onesie at one point. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, I ran around in a dinosaur mask for a lot of it. <laughs> like the latter hilarious. half of it. You had on a, a tube top, a mini skirt, cowboy boots, and a dinosaur mask. 
It was great. I mean, what else do you want? Well, it's just great for like all the cutscenes because it would it would depending on like who triggered the cutscene, it would show like which uh which person. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good because there were certain instances where it was just like your freaking <laughs> mask was cutting through everything or he's like looking at something and it turns out that he's actually like eating it with his dinosaur mouth. <laughs> it was uh, fantastic. And that was one of my favorite parts was us just finding new outfits and running around. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a, I had a while, um, I had a website up for a while that was just like a list of outfits in the game. I'm like, all right, this is good. I, uh, Ran around as Elvis for a while, which like makes the main character's name is Chuck, right? Yes, Chuck, Chuck Green. Green. Yeah, it the Elvis outfit makes Chuck have like a giant bubble butt, which is hilarious. And I don't know. It was like wow. that was around the same time you were just carrying around like thirty guitars with you. Yeah, <laughs> the guitars are fun because whenever you like switch them or pick them up or whatever, you go wow. And I just always hear them like, "What is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like the the entire premise, obviously, of the game is like you know you're stuck in this zombie apocalypse and you've been framed for it and all that. But also, there's a lot of downtime to where you can just f- around and have some good old times, mm-hmm. being a good dad. <laughs> we were the best dads. We were the best dads. We gave Katie all the gifts, and by that I mean it's we a- just we just ransacked the entire like shelter and it's like here you go, here you go, here you go. <laughs> we basically like filled that room full of junk and it was awesome but then we also like gave her actual gifts that were like game gifts because it's like except for the tiger we didn't give her that one because like if you do that it's like a butt ton of xp you get yeah or, excuse me pp 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 yeah, so you, like you had that up for a while, or just like, oh, we need this, we need this gift, we need this gift, and we need this gift, which definitely I think helped. Oh yeah. In terms of that, which this is kind of a game where you kind of need something like that up, where it's like, you need a good thing of like, okay, I need to find this, this, and this, and plan strategies out around that, and having like a good thing up for like, oh, I need to do this to and this and this to fight this boss, and yada yada yada, because some of them can be kind of. Kind of challenging at times. If, you, if you're walking that, in blind and not knowing what you're doing. Yeah, that, that mascot with the, the skates and the flamethrowers was like the most terrifying thing in the universe. <laughs> it's a jump and kick it. It was so scary. We fought it, it twice. Really, really yeah, we fought it twice. The first time it was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. And just us running back into like the liquor store and just <laughs> getting trashed. Getting immediately trashed and vomiting everywhere while just trying to not to die. <laughs> puking and this guy's got flamethrowers it was awesome it's perfect that's where i got the toddler outfit yeah yeah that is that is definitely where you got that outfit at yep yep it was was pretty genius it was a really really fun experience for us um like I, i just had the like dumb playlist that i usually have up for our mario karting up Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, we were we were killing zombies to some A plus gems for a while. Um, I got to learn the intricacies of poker, and I oh, lost yeah. my ass. 
Apparently, Al has does not understand what poker is, so I've I had to teach her poker. what poker was. And that was a wild experiment. We played poker I still until don't know how to play poker. We we played poker until our daughter turned to a zombie. <laughs> our daughter turned to a zombie. We were bad dads because we were, we're gambling. <laughs> Uh, we couldn't cancel out of it. We could. I think that happened. Could we? I, I thought we, we could. Probably could have, but it was like it was. The time was so like stringent at that point. It was just like it really didn't matter, regardless. You were doing well. I just don't know how to play poker. I still don't really understand how to play poker, but I think I understand it a little bit better. <laughs> Maybe. And then one but point we tried to play strip poker. Money. Right, we did, and um, I think you lost your shoes. Yeah, because we were like, oh, this is going to take forever. We need to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, moral of the story, poker takes a long time in the game. It's true. Um, although, like, one of the best uses of your time is just, like, going to find survivors. And just bringing, like, 30 people with you at a time. Yeah, the only bad part about that is, like, when you have to carry people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, that one that was trying to like start a mutiny like, in our no. yeah we're just like no you can't have a mutiny he's like okay that's fine I won't start a mutiny anymore <laughs> it was huh. ridiculous um, there is an actual plot to the game though there is um, which is I guess sort of surprising in certain ways but also not surprising because like Dead Rising 1 had a general plot, you know, like I've covered wars and all that nonsense. He covers wars, you know. Um, which there was a nod to that in Dead Rising 2, which mm-hmm. made both of us laugh. Uh, but yeah, it was mainly just like us running around with like ridiculous weaponry, murdering everything that we could, um, and also ourselves, because apparently the one issue with co-op is that you can also injure your friend. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer that, like, friendly fire is just there constantly. And especially with, like, some of the way those bosses are, like, you both want to get in there and and whack at them. But Mm -hmm. doing so means, like, one of you are going to get hurt real bad. Yeah, like, you're going to take a nail bat to the face. And there's just nothing you can do about it. Man. But it's real cool that, like, you know, for, for a game that's relatively old... Yeah. Like six or seven years old at this point now. Like it's that game still holds up really well. Yeah, I mean it, it looked fine. Um there were funny issues every once in a while that like and it might have just been a port thing that like while we were playing co op there was sometimes like the zombies would just like look like they were on a people mover going towards you, like their legs weren't actually moving. Mm-hmm. Like that could have just been like a connectivity thing. I think it happened with you once, yeah. right? That you saw that happen. It was weird. Um, but I mean, generally it was, it ran fine. It looked fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun to play. It was really fun to play. Especially with like, you know, the latest release, Dead Rising 4 kind of coming out and being, you know, nah. com- yeah, pr- coming out to some like meh feelings out of that, like going back to this and seeing like, oh yeah, this, this formula still works pretty well. Yeah. And you know, they still could make games like this that, you know, would work. And in this, I guess in a, 
I think it's more just like a simpler formula than what they're currently using. I think it's the the main takeaway from that. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't go into like any of the uh, the other spinoff games that are in the Dead Rising Two uh, formula, where like obviously the the prequel game that came out originally on 360 isn't a part of this bundle, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's even out on PS4. Like they didn't bring that over for the re-release. Um, the one where you play as Frank West is available, I believe. Oh. Which is like, you, it's him in the same same area and it's like a little bit different story. Like you, mm-hmm. at one point you fight Chuck because oh. he goes crazy. Yikes. Yeah, so there's a little bit of differences there and I think there's another one as well, but I don't remember exactly what that entails. But yeah, uh, still a lot of fun. Yeah, and I mean, the the funniest part for me, though, was that I played this back at release, and I remembered Same. basically, yeah. like, none of it. And so when we were getting to the end, and I was like, oh, I remember the plot twist and all that. And, <laughs> um, it was, you know, it's it's a real obvious plot twist, but yeah. still, I was didn't remember it at all until we started getting further in. I was like, oh, right, that's going to happen. Because I definitely had this at release as well, but I don't think I ever beat it. Or, like, got that far into it. I think having two people play it was much easier. Like, the boss fight with the two women with samurai swords, I feel like that would be so hard to do with just one person. And I think, like, as well, like, when I originally played this game, like, I didn't really understand the the concept, like, oh, you're going to have to restart at some point. Like, that's that's just the way this game is. And for me, then, I was like, you know, if I get stuck, well, I get stuck. And that's it. I guess I'm just stuck and I didn't really think of like, Oh, well if I reset, then everything will be better and every, and all that. But, uh, going through this time around, you know, knowing the, the way this game works, the, how that mechanic is, is very helpful in terms of letting you progress to the game. Like it just made it very free flowing and fun. Let's speed through I, it. I, uh, really enjoyed stabbing things with a swordfish. <laughs> you really did. Mm-hmm. Anytime we'd go through that casino, you're like, oh, where's my fish? <laughs> <laughs> and the bad thing is that you would drop it if anybody hit you. I'm like, no, my fish. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fish. worst part. It was a good fish. Also, like, that's another thing. You could just, like, pick up fish out of the fountain and, like, Chuck will just pick up this raw fish and just start shoving it into his face. I'm like, oh, God, buddy, no. <laughs> it just turns to the Middle Gear Solid 3 at that point. <laughs> He, like, shoves pizzas, like, straight at his face. It's, it's, it was a really funny game. Giant and I don't things remember... of ribs. Right. I was carrying our ribs at one point. You're like, what do you have? I'm like, ribs? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of, like, the entirety of our experience is you yelling, what do you have or what are you wearing? And I was like, duh, it's this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why wouldn't I have this? like all right i feel like that basically sums up the entire experience is you're just like what <laughs> pretty much yeah because i would purposely try and find like the weirdest things and carry them around it was fun if you're gonna give me weird things i'm gonna carry them around exactly or just dress up in weird outfits and all that stuff like i, I found a like bdsm store at one point and i was like all right i'm gonna put this outfit on you're like what is that <laughs> 
It was good. It was really good. Um, and I mean, the writing on the game was fun too. So like, there was a lot of really funny moments within the actual like text of it, which is kind of standard Dead Rising to have like a lot of humor in it. But some of it didn't age well. But I mean, no, some of it didn't. But I feel like that's just kind of to be expected from that time period. So yeah, I agree. Man, it was a lot of fun. It was. We were good dads. We were the best dads. What are you talking about? <laughs> we were such good dads. We brought her everything. We brought her freaking axes and trash cans and trash bags. Water and coolers. Water coolers. I brought her an apple. Just everything. We were bringing her everything. I think like a medical tray. Pizza. Extinguisher. Anything you could find going in that we, room we were good dads and she's looking at us like all right thanks dad cool thanks i'm gonna play some native man yeah she's more happy when we were bringing her like robotic bears and stuff i mean it's the thought that counts it is right? we were trying to be good dads no better dads than us <laughs> except for the fact that like your daughter could see straight up your skirt look it's not my fault they made that skirt so short. And that my legs were so white. <laughs> yeah, they were really white. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and I got to ride in a hamster ball at one point. Oh, my God, yeah. I was running over zombies with a hamster ball, and then it started smoking, and it was terrifying. Oh. Which, again, falls into the whole... I tried to find the most ridiculous things in the game and use them to my advantage. Or just you running from packs of zombies squealing. That happened a lot, too. That, that happened a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... We also kind of broke the game at the end. Oh, right! That was funny. Because, like, we were, there was the final boss encounter, and then, like, you're supposed to bring up the your daughter and the one girl and then somehow we we broke it to where like you were just pulling them up and tk was trying to hit you but not really hitting you and i was just like behind yeah. him wailing on him yeah so somehow we glitched and it like didn't really recognize that i was there as like a hittable human being and so i was just like dragging him up and tk was attacking me but he wasn't actually hitting me and so you were just like obliterating him from the back and that's how we won the game because i got into like half health before like it it kind of like got back to its senses it was like oh we can attack you can attack you now and it's like oh well this is a <laughs> this is way better than our first attempt at this yeah our first attempt didn't go very well well the story is break the game It'll yeah make it all better somehow make it glitch which you know it's kind of cool that we actually got like the the true ending on our first go it's true because you were asking me like i don't know which ending we got and i was like we got the true ending buddy like we did yeah. it because <laughs> I, I knew like this game had like multiple endings and i was like you know i hope we get like the true one so so like we don't have to go back through and redo it just to get that but mm -hmm. yeah we knocked it out of the park first time First try. That's sweet. First try. Nailed it. Literally. Yeah. With nail bats. <laughs> With a lot of nails. <laughs> we really kept the nail industry going in that game. No kidding. <laughs> the baseball bat industry. 
Oh, man. It was great because it was right outside the safe house. It's such an effective weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good. It was really, really. I, I missed my swordfish and also my guitars, but nail bats worked really, really well. And also you got more PP for it. PP. PP. Well, we were definitely, we were definitely good dads. But how good were we at being the president of the United States? Awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we also recently played through the wonderful Saints Row Four. Mm-hmm. Which I had never played any of the Saints Row games, so new experience. So let's. Why not pick the last game in the franchise? <laughs> <laughs> to your. I you didn't know that I'd not played any of them, right? So, I I knew like I was like this is a this is a co opable game, mm-hmm. that's a word, and you know it was cheap, so like it would be you know at at the very least it would just be some dumb fun that we could partake in, right? And boy did we uh, partake in some dumb fun. Oh, it was hilarious. It was good. So yeah, like the Saints Row Four obviously is the last game in the series, uh, coming off the heels of Saints Row Three, which was widely regarded as a, a just by itself a really good game and the the best in the franchise thus far. Like some people still say two was the better game, but that's a debatable point. Not not to talk about here. Also, they just announced today that Saints Row Three is coming to the Switch. Okay. Which is Why one of those three? like what? But also like okay, sure. Why three? Uh, it's like the best rated game of the franchise. Oh, okay. Also money. Money, yes. So there you go. You, you'll be able to play Saints Row Three on Switch, which is cool. It's it's a good game. Some good moments in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we played uh we played four, which is just. It really ramps up the ridiculousness of like two and three and just puts a crescendo on it when it's like, you know, the opening bit of the game is you going through this really ridiculous like terrorist mission, like just a parody of all the, you know, Call of Duty style games and missions that were happening at that point because this game came out in 2013. So like that was like. I think that was even, like, past the peak of, you know, Call of Duty and all those, you know, brown shooters that had kind of <laughs> populated the 360 PS3 era. But, you know, it still works as a as a good goof. And then there's the, the really dumb moment where you're climbing up a, a nuclear missile while... Aerosmith plays. <laughs> while Aerosmith plays. I don't want to close my eyes. The song from <laughs> Armageddon. Yep. Uh, it's, uh... I don't want to miss a thing is the name yeah. of the song. It's terrible. I hate Aerosmith. But that moment is moment, real good. No, it, it, it was a good, good moment. It was funny because like we had not had a character select at that point. So it's just like generic guy there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the terrorists had like really nice lamps. Yeah, like, they did. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I love those lamps. Uh, but yeah, we climbed up a missile and... Aerosmith played. And then we fell down from the missile and landed in the White House and 
I guess we're just the president of the United States then. Yep. <laughs> which is which is just a real good goof. Like, oh, of course this would happen. Like, why not? <laughs> sure. I uh, didn't like. And then they let you have access to a character. Oh boy, do they ever! <laughs> Letting you have access to a character creator is always a mistake. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's very good. Like, there's some uh, wonderful things you can do with that character creator. You can make some just you know great looking characters within it. <laughs> Your goal is always just make them look as horrendous as humanly possible. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Because why not? I was like, I'm going to make somebody pretty. And then I was like, I just messed with all the sliders and put them all to max or low and just was like, all right, let's go. (laughs) And then my guy's just like, huge face and just big eyes. Also, they were cat eyes. (laughs) It's like nose area was like sunken in. (laughs) I had the Groose Pompadour. So you just gotten off playing Skyward Sword, so you had a goose hair. Oh my god, it was it was monstrosity. This is why people shouldn't. And I think you like amped up the sexy factor like all the way. I, I made that dong as big as possible, but it couldn't make that butt any bigger, which is the real you did shame. Nothing for your butt. You had the flattest butt ever. The flattest butt. It was really, really upsetting. Especially when, like, you know, there are several scenes where I had to see it. Please don't ju- <laughs> don't judge my naked flat butt that I had. I I judged the heck out of your naked flat butt because there wasn't a butt slider. Get good, game. Get a butt slider. But yeah, we made our uh, fantastic, fantastic characters. Mm-hmm. And was, uh, Nola North and mine was Laura Bailey. Yeah, because there's just a there's just a voice option. It was like you know, male one, male two, male three. Nola North. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just real dumb, and also just gives you like, uh, he he has I think some just like his own specific lines that are a little bit off the the the, the general script. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after that, you are just in the White House making decisions. <laughs> like, do you want a party? Of course, you want a party. Yeah, we we picked yes. <laughs> do you want? You can only pick one of these. Do you want to end world hunger or destroy cancer? <laughs> do you want to punch a dude in the face or punch him in the? D- you went for the. D- well, the option is like punch a d- in the head or. Punch a d- <laughs> real good. Also, you you learn that your vice president is just f- Keith David. Keith <laughs> David. That's f- perfect. <laughs> uh, Keith David's great. Got that lovely then, voice. Uh, and it just we gets get crazy. Invaded. We get we get invaded by aliens because <laughs> of course. Yep. yep. Uh, so you fight. This big old alien named Zinyak. And you're like, oh, we can beat this guy up. And then, like, you get just, you get teleported to the 50s. Which, man, my skirt was weird. <laughs> because, like, the way that the skirt works is that it's, like, animated as pants. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, 
your skirt works as big weird pants. It was odd, but yeah, we're in the fifties and we were dancing a lot. Couldn't cuss. Mm-mm. Had to drive the speed limit. Mm-mm. But but uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. We were dancing the whole time. And then eventually you get broken out of that, and then it's like, oh well, you're in the Earth's simulation. Been destroyed. Do what? Earth's been destroyed. Oh, yeah, and Earth gets destroyed at some point. It's all real bad. You just basically have to mm-hmm. go through the simulation and uh, find your friends. And uh, mess it up so that we can get to Zenyak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically it kind of becomes like this huge uh, parody of like Mass Effect in a sense mm-hmm. where you have this, you know, big spaceship. You have a bunch of just like characters around that, you know, or, or meeting and all that sort of stuff. And then also they, they parody the romance system from the like those Bioware games. Yep, Keith David would not bang us. And by parody, I mean they just have a button that's like, "Oh, you want to romance someone," and it just lets you f- them. Yep. <laughs> Which is f- like hilarious. The first time that I went to Kinsey, and I was like, "Oh, all right, I'm gonna romance." Because you didn't know what that meant. I was like, "Oh, you should, uh, you should no. go romance Kinsey." <laughs> no, 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 I didn't know. And so I went to press romance, and my character just like, "Hey, Kinsey, want to?" F-? And she's like, "Yeah." And then jumps on me, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, that was easy." <laughs> that's it. And then from then on, I just banged everybody that came on the ship. And sometimes it was like, I felt terrible afterwards. <laughs> but, Dave, but Keith David so would us. He wouldn't. Every time uh. we went and we asked him, and he's like, no, man, I'm, I'm your VP. It's, we're good. It's a darn shame. He didn't want to bang us. I wonder if it was in his contract. <laughs> no Keith good. David banging. I mean, obviously, if you're going to like go full on to like the parody of like Mass Effect, like, of course, you're going to get Keith David because he's a char- he plays a character in those games. It's just it's perfect. But he's just Keith. David. But he's just Keith David. And it's even better. <laughs> God, it's so funny. Oh, man. Obviously, one of the big things that they change from from Saints Row 3 to Saints Row 4 is that, you know, Saints Row 3 still in that same system of like quasi gta clone but you know they're doing obviously the saints row spin has changed since the first one which was just strictly a gta clone and mm-hmm. they went full bore more to like wacky goofy shit, but open world game uh with saints row 4 they basically made crackdown yeah they made crackdown 3 before crackdown 3 <laughs> which is great because i like the original crackdown and that was fun to just like be super powered through a city yeah so you get a bunch of just like superpowers and shit to where it makes like it basically almost makes guns completely useless it makes cars completely useless because you can just fly well and the funniest part to me is that you always knew when i was around (laughs) because if if there were no enemies then you would just see stuff flying everywhere on the screen if i was around and I would say, if there were enemies around, then everything was exploding everywhere all the time. There would be explosions happening, and I'd be like, look over, like, I'd look over and see Al just doing shit. She would just be, like, maniacally giggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. I have a weird way of giggling whenever I get, like, real into that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like, um... I was sitting there blowing things up. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) it's good. (laughs) But you always knew. You would see a light pole go fly, and you're like, oh, you're nearby, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So good. So dang good. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure you uh, didn't realize that I uh, had those tendencies when you agreed to play this game with me. <laughs> I was unaware of this, but now have woefully learned. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, so uh, you'll never play another co-op game with me ever that's again. That's a lie. We will play. <laughs> we will continue to play co-op games. <laughs> Uh, also, you can uh, obviously like Dead Rising. You can have some wacky costumes that you can make or that are pre-assembled for you if you want mm -hmm. to do, uh, which obviously we definitely took advantage of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, my first outfit was basically just like me if I were in a game like this. And then my second outfit was like anime shoujo outfit. They just have those. <laughs> There's like and a shonen and a shoujo one. one. Yeah, my third one was like a Rainbow Bright knockoff. It was I don't great. remember what my first one was. Your first one. Hmm. I only have pictures of the 50s outfit and the Shonen outfit. Yeah. The Shonen outfit is just goofy because you just look like an edgelord. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Uh, it's like... Basically, if Cloud were in this game, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the Buster Sword is in this game, so it works. It's true. It, it's it's Cloud from Advent Children, but like with some extra details. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the first outfit was. That's it was tragic. dumb, obviously. I remember that because, of course, it was dumb. Um, you had a kitty backpack. I had a kitty backpack. I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember it. It was mm. dumb. But the third one, mm -hmm. I just made myself into Goku. <laughs> you did, and it was funny because your hair would just fuse through all the like cars that we had to use <laughs> on the airplanes or whatever. Because I was like, I was just like scrolling through all these outfits, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And there was like a a Cobra Kai Cobra inspired Kai. one. And I was like, that would be funny to wear. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put that on. Okay. And then I was scrolling through like hair options or like hat options, and then one of them was just literally Super Saiyan hair. I was like, "Oh, I'm putting that on. Of course, I'm putting <laughs> that on." And I had that, and like I was waiting for you to to finish up, and I was like, "Wait, I can recolor this outfit." <laughs> and then I went back in and recolored it to look like Goku's gi, and it was just perfect. It was ridiculous because I was still getting dressed, and then when I came out, I was just like, "No, <laughs> no!" <laughs> it was so good. Everybody's Goku. It was so good. Um, we actually didn't do most of the main story until the very end. Yeah, a lot of it, we were just like around doing side quests. And activities yeah we we literally halfway through got all the collectibles because well it helped as well because like we had gotten we would just go around um from mission to mission and would you know go to a new area be like all right we're just gonna fly around and get all these collectibles and then eventually yeah. you get like a collectible finder and then like after that we were just like all right we're just gonna you know we're in between missions let's take time and then get all these collectibles done knock them out it's of the way it's basically like when uh when you save matt you get the collectible thing mm -hmm. And it just like mm -hmm. populates all the collectibles on your map that you can just go and find them and makes it real easy and uh, simple to find. It's hilarious. And you become overpowered. Yeah, we were super OP by the end. <laughs> it was real good. I was blowing everything up. It was great. Uh, there's some uh, just really goofy things that that game does, especially with like the uh, the missions where you have to like get people. Mm-hmm. 
where like it'll plays into like just a variety of different you know just tropes that video games do in general yep like you know you'll find like text adventures here and there uh <laughs> we got to learn about fan fiction at one point mm-hmm yeah oh we got to meet our evil clone oh right the head that was full of metal gear solid references yeah <laughs> i think matt was the weirdest of everything yeah i mean that makes sense matt was so weird we got to fight a giant soda can we did get to fight a giant soda can. Um, we we got to sing karaoke of uh, Opposites Attract. That's real good. Like that's the thing they've done in like I think in previous games. I know they did it in three. They may have done it in two as well. But like that's just like a f-ing real good goof that they do in these games. Because like of course you have this licensed music for you know players to have. Like why not just go with that and do something with yeah. it? It's really really good. It was really good. Uh, at one point, you just go back to Saints Row 1, <laughs> which is wild. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the way they bring back Johnny Guys via f-ing Streets of Rage parody. <laughs> that was really And funny. it's brilliant. Like, it, it plays like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, and it's, it does. it's really good. Um, We became strippers at one point. We did become strippers at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was interesting because you had to shake your flat butt. I had to shake my flat butt along with quick time events. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had to do a like BDSM chariot race. Oh god, that, yeah, that was part of the interdenominatrix DLC, which yeah. which I hadn't played any of those DLCs, even though I had played <laughs> uh, played four when it came out. And boy, howdy, are those DLCs something like? Obviously, if you don't know the story, like, Enter the Dominatrix was supposed to be, like, its own standalone thing after Saints Row 3. Eventually, it got turned into Saints Row 4, and then they basically kind of just remade it with this DLC, and then they get real meta with it. They're like, yeah, they basically go into all of that within the DLC, and there are cutscenes that are just, like, storyboards. Yep. Which is real, real good. Man. We got to fling furries into cages. We did. And ride Velociraptors out into the sunset <laughs> at one point. Velociraptors out. Uh, and then, like, the other DLC is, is literally like, how the saints save Christmas. <laughs> and it's a Christmas DLC. Where you fight an evil Santa. It's like Santa. Futurama. Man. Which, that one had some, like, really terrible things in that, like, Playing it co-op, you can't both collect everything. Yeah, that was a, that was real bad. It was really stupid. Because like obviously with everything else, like if you got a collectible, it'd be like, oh, your co-op partner got this collectible that you missed, but it's gonna count towards you. Yeah. So it's fine. With this, it would just be like, oh, well, you got this. The other person did it, and it's just not gonna collect to, count to them, which is a yeah. real big bummer. Because that way, neither of us were able to get like all the things in the. In the Christmas DLC, I missed out on a present trophy because of it. Mm-hmm. It was dumb. It was really dumb. But there were a lot of glitches in this game that were really dumb. It was, it was strange. I don't... Like, we talked about this earlier, obviously, you know, with how this game was at the end of the life cycle for 360 and PS3. or Not life cycle, but like right before the new consoles came out. And it had some problems on the that generation of hardware, but I don't remember it being 
having that much problems. The same that we had with the way this port is, where we had weird issues with just trying to make a co-op game at points, to where like just mm-hmm. having you connect over. Uh, I had like two hard crashes. You had one. I had one. And yeah, it was real strange. Like just the game was like kind of just like jittery at points, and. Well, and that, like, a lot of the waypoints just wouldn't populate, or, like, like some if of the quests I took just mission- didn't, didn't work, like, were real wonky in that way, where, if, like, you know, if you did want, you did something, I, there's times, where, like, maybe I wouldn't get credit for it, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And there were some that it's, like, I can't even get these quests that they register as your quest, but, like, I still got credit for them, but it was weird, because I couldn't actually, like, sign up for them. It was, mm-hmm. like, uh, all right. And that made it wonky to where, like, you missed out on two trophies that you totally did everything mm-hmm. for? Yeah, I missed two trophies, even though I did everything that you did. I'm just dumb. Yeah. Dang it. Like, that's the only downside, I think, to this game, or at least this port of the game, is that, like... At least for us, you know, playing it cooperatively, it was just, it was really weird and wonky kind of performance wise, mm-hmm. which is a shame because like this game is real fun and goofy and to have those kind of problems just like is never, never fun. Yeah, it was frustrating, but like the game itself is really, it's a fun game and it's got really funny moments, but yeah, yeah it, it, it got really frustrating a few times that there were so many dumb things that were happening mm-hmm. in terms of just glitching. And I'm still a little salty that I actually did all the stuff for those trophies and didn't get them because I, I don't typically care about trophies that much, but if I did the work and didn't get it, then I'm a little mad. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Which, I mean, guess it's the same with Dead Rising. I did the work and I didn't get credit for it, but whatever. But you knew going in that, like, there was potential for, like, that to happen. I knew that in Dead Rising. I right, yeah, that's what I mean. Here. With here, it was like, well, you were not aware that, that that might be a problem. And I got the rest of them, so it didn't make any sense. It was just those two characters. It's like, no, you can't have these. It's fine. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So one thing that was a little annoying to me, and this is kind of just a personal gripe, um, is it does the thing that like every video game does and that like everybody has huge boobs for no reason. And even like I tried to do like the slider on mine to make mine smaller and it's still like you have huge boobs. Like, uh, um, that's not what I asked for. Thanks. I think a lot of that is kind of like just the carryover from those original games. Yeah. Which, you know, came out and I think the first game came out in like 06. And then two was about like 08-ish. Something like that. Where it was just like, you know, they if they're making a GTA clone, you have to have that. Yeah. And like that's just like kind of that bad carry-on that permeated through the series. But yeah, I, I, I completely see what you're saying. Like... One of the moments that it really hit me in the face was with Kinsey when she was like wearing the jumpsuit and everything. She was fine. And then like they, she got this other outfit and had a boob window and it was just like massive boobs. I'm like, where did those come from? You didn't have those. <sighs> so that was an irritation for me. But, you know. Um, also, who gave the direction to give Yuri Lowenthal a British accent? <laughs> 
Because they should be fired. Oh, boy. Yuri is a fantastic voice actor. One of my favorites. Legitimately one of my favorites. Don't let him do a British accent. <laughs> Period. End of story. The end. I think the only like way that works, though, is that that character is you're supposed to feel like is just a huge piece of shit. And that yeah, accent well, and really pushes it. Cringe. Like literally everything about him is cringy. And like the accent helps that cringy. Mm-hmm. Just take it to the next level. He also has zero butt. Probably a negative butt. I mean, everyone kind of has zero butt in this game. At least the male characters. I would say male characters. But like Matt's is kind of concave at points. <laughs> it was really tragic because we actually had to see his butt since he was like, you know, naked. Well, we, you pretty much saw a lot of people naked in this game. Naked and gooey. Ooh, yeah, we did see a lot of gooey. Which my naked. character made it even better because he was naked, gooey, and, r- and all full of baby oil. Baby oil? He's for some reason. He's an 80s pro wrestler. The, you picked the baby oil option. Yeah, I did. <laughs> my God. Get me all greased up. <laughs> Gotta look good uh, for the cameras. Uh, baby oil. It was fun, though. It really was. Overall, it was fun. I enjoyed playing it. Um, I think one thing that I would have added into it is being able to randomize the music. Yeah, like, there is a mixtape option, but it kind of just plays everything in order that you put it in at, Mm -hmm. which is a bit of a bummer. Uh, But it was funny for me because it was like 80s music, 80s music, 80s music, 80s music, classical, 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 and (laughs) it was a very on-brand mixtape there. True. But yeah, like there's some just weird shit in this game. Like, uh, one of the things that you were not like you were very confused by was when they start parroting "They Live." Yeah, I didn't understand that. The '80s John Carpenter film starring professional wrestler Roddy Roddy Piper and also featuring Keith David. Yeah, I tried to shoot him at one point. And you're like, "Don't kill Roddy Roddy Piper." I'm like, "Who is that?" <laughs> like, who? When I first saw that, I was like, "Holy! F- they're parroting They Live." Like, that's. F- crazy but also like a thing of like how much of your audience is going to understand this reference yeah (laughs) and also the fact that like at the end you realize like there's been like a narrator like kind of popping up here and there throughout the throughout the game Mm -hmm. and at the end of the game they reveal who the narrator is because they gained like the power to like just go back in time and grab people and like oh by the way (laughs) here's the narrator is Jane Austen that was hilarious (laughs) which is ridiculous who also had huge cans for no reason but <laughs> i did not realize that jane austen was gonna be the narrator i was like what i remembered that like it was someone like from like literature that was there i just couldn't remember who it was because there's one throw off reference about yeah. how much your main character loves jane austen oh. there's one reference which little cave then- I want to know how big of a fan the boss is of Jane Austen if, if they have not if they haven't read the, the manga version of Pride and Prejudice like get the fuck out of here. Which it is was terrible. really really. <laughs> it was funny because I, like you know it, it seemed like a goof reference and then like by the end I'm like oh that's why they threw that in there. Mm-hmm. It was really a plus. Yeah, that was a good payoff there. It's, it's really goofy. That I was not expecting to have. Also, you get a dubstep gun. You do get and a it's dubstep real great. gun. The dubstep gun is all is fantastic. There's also like a DLC version that they made. Mm-hmm. Apparently, at some point where it has like just different songs. Like the default version for that is like it literally just plays "Ride of the Valkyries." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. real good. 
I was so confused a few times, like when you first got it, because I was like, where is Ride of the Valkyries <laughs> coming from? And then I realized it was you. It is me. The Ride of the Valkyries. Also, the dildo bat is very powerful. It is super powerful. We spent probably a solid 10 minutes just knocking each other off of a platform with a dildo bat. Real dumb. Well, are we going to have to edit that word? What? Dildo. Eh. Eh. It's not like a curse word or anything. I, I or just offensive. Sure, but, but yeah, it was a solid 10 minutes of us standing like up above the city and just like whacking each other with it, trying to see how far we could launch. It was pretty funny. And with like superpowers and everything, it's just like, you just go flying. Flying. And then ragdoll physics. Yeah. It's like basically 700 meters away after getting one hit from the dildo bat. Hilarious. It's really good. Super funny. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, that's Saints Row 4 in a nutshell. Uh, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit while we were playing it, but like, obviously Saints Row hasn't returned since then. Like they they made, or Volition made Agents of Mayhem, which was kind of in the same vein, but like a little bit different like of a game. And that game kind of, it came and it very much quickly went. Mm-hmm. And didn't really do much. Uh, they also released like a, a standalone expansion to 4 called Gat Out of Hell, which takes place where like it puts uh, Johnny Gat and Kenzie in hell, and you can you play with them and have to like get out of hell. The I've played a little bit of that. The only thing I remember of that is like the first character that you get or you meet and become you like you team up with is f-ing William Shakespeare. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a thing. Wow. But yeah, like they haven't really done anything with the Saints Row franchise since four, and you know that's five years ago. Yesterday was the release of Saints Row Saints Row four. Well, when we're recording this, it'll be a few more days afterwards when this goes up. But yeah, like yeah, and especially just with the way this game is, like it's hard to picture or imagine a way of okay, where do you go next with this franchise? Because you just gave everyone superpowers and made and them... And became the president. And became the president. And also just basically make them gods by the end of it. By having like this unlimited tech, alien technological power. Like, where do you go from there? Like, there's not really like any easy answer to that. They're like, oh, well, you know, you're going to have to go do this and this as like a sequel. Like... It's hard to imagine there ever being like a Saints Row Five that follows that follows the story, right? Like maybe maybe it happens, and like I feel like Volition probably would be able to do it, but at the same time, it's that would be such an incredibly difficult challenge to to do. Like it would probably make more sense to just like reboot the franchise and like you know. I- Keep like the you know the goofiness and all that sort of stuff, but just you know bring in a bunch of just new characters, a new town, new villains, all that sort of stuff, and maybe like rein back a little bit on like you know having superpowers, and like make it a little bit more like Saints Row Three in that aspect. But obviously, none of that has happened thus far, so who knows if we'll ever see another Saints Row game or not. Shrug shoulders. No idea. 
Yeah. Um, it was fun though, and it was a good first experience with it. Um, other than you know the game breaking glitches. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that like this game still holds up as just like as a good comedy game. Yeah. Which I think like you know there's so many like at the time there were so many open world games like there's that's that trend has continued through 2018 but you know there's not a lot of like big style games like this that are just like more comedy focused or if they are like you know we have this issue with like other media like anime where a lot of you know a lot of games a lot of anime a lot of just media in general that tries to promote itself as comedy like we're just like no (laughs) Yeah, no, pass. We're not, that's not what we're into, but, like, when when we get that type of media that works and, like, just fits for us, like, it's so good and so genuine, and also just kind of rare for us as well, I think, that, like, oh, it when is. it works, it works, and it's, just, it's such a, it's such an enjoyment to have that, like, that type of, that type of comedy, and you just don't really see that much of it and 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 video games specifically tragic it's definitely one of those things where i just wish there was like more of it no i agree um like i don't want an oversaturation of it but i also just want more of it because like this for the most part like most of the humor was like right on spot for me like some of it didn't hit but that's also, you know, just who I am as a person. But for the most part, like, it really, really hit with me in terms of comedy. And that's very, very rare for video games. Because, let's be real, video games take themselves too seriously a lot. And it's, it's probably really hard to write video game, like, comedy in video games. Well, especially with one like this where it's, like, you don't have a set character. And, mm. like, you have to do all kinds of, like, random things and... You know, there there's stuff that you can miss. And especially for a game like this, like, you know, you can go in this direction where you just crank up the ridiculousness, but you can also just do that and make it too ridiculous. Yeah, like, at what point do you get to the, like, LOL random MySpace Right, humor? exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a very hard and thin line to, to walk. But but this game really does it well. I agree. Big yawns. Sorry, I didn't mean to yawn. Ralph Buddies. <laughs> Ralph Buddy. Big yawns. But yeah, like hopefully maybe one day there will be Saints Row will, will return at some point. But if they try to go from this story, I think it'll be extremely difficult. But if, if they decide like, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna make a new thing in the Saints Row formula, like. I would be very interested in that. Yeah, now that I've played this, I'd be interested. How okay, let me let me ask you this. Okay. How interested would you be to play three? With that coming to Switch. Which is obviously here's another thing. Uh that hasn't been re released on PS4 or Xbox One. Hmm. So which makes that makes it coming to Switch even more strange. But uh, yeah, how obviously three is a little bit more grounded because like there's no superpowers, but it is like it's more like GTA, but just with the same style Ew. of ridiculousness. I don't know the fact that it's closer to GTA is kind of a. Well, I mean, in terms of like you know you have you're using guns and everything to shoot enemies. It's like obviously you're gonna have cars and stuff, but also like at one point they just give you a bunch of like jets and. Shit. 
where like it just makes like having an actual vehicle kind of mundane again mm, i don't know like i said I, i'd have to think about that one yeah. because that kind of gameplay isn't really like i played the most recent grand theft auto and i thought it was fun but like it's not it's not a thing that i'm like dying to play i mean i wouldn't necessarily say like the gameplay it's like the gameplay of three is very similar to four just without superpowers but the superpowers was hilarious. That's true. I'm just, that's, that, I have to yeah, blow yeah. everything up. There's, you could blow up a lot of shit as well. Like you, you have rocket launchers, and you would get unlimited ammo at one point. Because all that like uh, all that power up system like from the game, like where it was mm-hmm. like oh, uh, how much damage you'll take and all that stuff. Like that's straight from three. Do you also have a creator character there? Yes, you do. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe I watch some videos and see. Yeah. It's just not generally the type of gameplay that I'm like a fan. But this one, this is a good one. It's good. I liked it. Other than the glitches. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, like these are you know two games from. From uh, quite a few years A bygone era. A bygone era. Five plus (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Uh, That you can can find on uh, current platforms. Obviously not Switch, but, you know, for the most part, they are... You can usually find them relatively cheap. Like, if you hold out for a sale, you you could probably find them for a couple bucks. Because that's how much we paid for them. Yeah, we didn't pay much at all. And, you know, for that amount of money, like, you are getting quite the value and with it's, with it's both of these games definitely worth it and also if you have a friend like pick up a friend and play these games with them it'll make it a much more enjoyable experience i think that that's a lot of what made it so fun was playing like with you mm-hmm. i think it would have been a whole different experience if i had played it by myself right, either yeah. of these games i think it's a very fair critique Games are more fun when you play them together. Well, depending on the game, but yes. Some games are more fun when you play them together. <laughs> yes. Agree. Moral of the story. Get friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's going to wrap this episode up then. All right. I'm looking forward to which image you pick for this. It's going to... I, there are good choices for both, so it's going to be a very tough decision. Several good choices. Oh, boy. But uh, hello, if you would like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool, where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the site, like the Seasonal Anime Checkup and Jared and Al Watch, and you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com, where she has columns and reviews on her site. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we retweet stuff. And you can support this Patreon or uh, support this podcast on Patreon. Not support this Patreon podcast. Support this <laughs> podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA if you'd like to give us a dollar. Be like, wow, this podcast is so good. It's the best. It's true. It's the best round. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. Very good. Uh, next week, we will talk about something. I don't know. I feel like we do this every week now. We'll talk about something. Yeah, we just have, we, we were very much like just 
fly of our pants booking this podcast. I don't know. F- we might just talk about randomizer next week. Maybe. We'll see. Because <laughs> we've been playing a lot of that. Yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, so look forward to, you know, whatever we have next week. It'll be a, a wonderful doozy of an episode. Ni- episode 90 next week. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Real old. Yeah. But yeah, look forward to whatever great stuff we do next week. Until then, uh, play some good co-op games. They're fun. Get a friend. Get a friend.